Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And good morning, dear ones. Rev Briz over here. Rev Z right here. And we're a couple of ministers talking shit, which means it must be Friday morning here <laughs> on the New Thought Media Network. <clears throat> we come to you every Friday morning, 7 a.m. And really, as our promo says, we talk about whatever old stuff we want to talk about. Did, did I just miss a chance to say that word? Yeah, you did. But, I you know, I never say it, so it's all good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's my job to say that word on this show, folks. So, welcome to Friday morning. Uh, Z, who put the groundhog in charge? I'm not sure, but I'm I'm thinking we need to put him in a zoo and get rid of this this six more weeks of winter thing because it is cold, cold, and double cold. <laughs> Absolutely, I, I I'm going to apologize to everyone that lives in Colorado. Because I was the one last week going, what? There's no snow. It's war. Everywhere else in the country is getting snow. Why don't we get any snow anymore? And um, and while I didn't get much snow in the backyard, man, the temperatures plummeted overnight pretty hard around here. So Yeah. And so, Valentine's Day, we're going to have a frozen Valentine's Day here. The, the forecast, the high is nine and i think the low is minus three or minus five or something like that coming up for you know that's the range that they're predicting right now so it is and it's all over the country they got minus degrees i think all the way down in texas oh <laughs> yeah texas. texas texas they don't even know what a minus before the number means really i mean no. yeah they never no. see that no no so uh you know and 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 you know, obviously the question is going to be raised, I think, in the next couple of days after this goes, because this cold front is going to be here for at least until after President's Day, right? So we're looking at now a four or five day event that's covering probably three fourths of the of the country right. in temperatures that are real low. So again, the global warming question is going to come up i'm sure uh because they were i was watching the news and they were saying that these temperatures down in texas and louisiana and over in oklahoma mm. i mean they're going to break records that were never set <laughs> you know right. uh so it's going to be interesting um how that flows and then when you look at the work by the current administration in terms of how we're dealing with global warming and and he has a whole commission to to look at this thing and got back into the paris peace accord and and starting to look at those things i mean we can't rely on the groundhog uh, <laughs> to help predict this weather here we need to get a handle on this thing and work to figure it out yeah 
it's only been a few years since I first heard the term polar vortex. And uh, now this one, they're calling a polar pulse. And and you're right. Groundhogs don't have the technology and never quite did. And um, yeah, I but there is an even better analogy here because sometimes it does feel like, well, here we go again, doing the same old thing, the same old way again. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of interesting stories we've bumped into this week. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse was uh, is still free on bail in, in Illinois and, and Wisconsin. Uh, there's a Montessori school in Utah that is backpedaling from a huge mistake. Uh, how, how does See, I don't understand this one. So I, I want to run this one by you. A Montessori school in Utah put forth a form that allowed the parents of their school. Now, this is a pub, a free public elementary and junior high school that is funded by taxpayer dollars. It's a charter school. And they put out an option, an opt out form for parents to opt out of Black History Month curriculum at their school. Now, it didn't take long for that to hit the national news and they've backpedaled and yeah. the board's made a statement and we value this. And OK, if you really do value black history. How does it even get past the board to put out an opt out form, let alone have to backpedal from it a week later? Um now, I guess I have an affinity for this story because I lived in Utah for quite a while and I know where Orem, Utah is, and I know how white it is. Right, right. Um, and man, if there is ever a place that needs to learn black history, I think it's a place like Orem, Utah with 40, 94% white population in that school. But now you can still just say, ah, I don't feel like feel like that. I don't want, and it's not even right. It's the parents. I don't want my kids learning that. Right. And, 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 you know, that, uh, as they say, that really hurts my heart because both of my youngest kids went from kindergarten or pre-kindergarten through sixth grade at Montessori school, uh, mm -hmm. public charter. Um, and when you go and look at Maria Montessori and you look at her model of teaching, which was an excellent and still is obviously an excellent model. The whole model was based on historical context and working on the land, right? So uh, a real, real traditional uh, Montessori school, they will have a farm. And so you, you go out and you deal with the earth and planting and animals. So you get that understanding of nature. And then it was historical based. So the, the, uh, the evidence of, of, of learning, if you will, was based on history. And from that standpoint of history, you can look at any other subject, sociology, math, science, based in history. So you had a holistic view. So to take black history out of that, right, would right. be ludicrous. I mean, it'd be totally against what Maria Montessori came up with in terms of that. So it just shows again that the groundhog, if you will, about taking a pulse of where things are, is whether it's the, you know, Puxatawney Bill trying to do the weather, or you come up with some other <laughs> groundhog name to, to figure out how we are in relationships and teaching true history and allowing people to begin to get the truth to make real decisions in life. It's being controlled by, you know, God knows who, God knows what. Right. And that's a problem. Yeah. It's, um, it, it's striking me as we're chatting here that, um, 
there's been this, okay, Black History Month, um, which started as a week, right? Um, which was nothing. And, and now here we are. And it's almost as if, okay, I, I, what I'm seeing is, is the pendulum starting to swing back? Are people starting to say, ah, yeah, it's February. Of course it's like, it's almost, we're becoming a little blase and not giving this, this such a needed experience in our country. We're starting to gloss over it. It seems like I haven't seen, I haven't seen a, a, a greeting card yet that says happy black history month, but, Somebody's right. probably put printing one right now that we said it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and 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 that's the key thing, I think. You know, when you look at we we in this country, we have all these different months of celebration. All right, there's Black History Month, then there's Hispanic History Month, and then there's Women History Month, and 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 just the idea. I mean, when you think about it, the idea that we've done such a poor job as a country to honor different cultures and show how they've integrated and supported this country in itself to me says, how serious are we? I mean, we should be teaching black history every day, right? We should be teaching Hispanic and women's history and all these things every day, wherever they apply, whatever field of study you're in, because that's when you begin to get <clears throat> a holistic view. One of the key points of diversity and inclusion is when you're sitting at the table making decisions, you have the different points of view. That was part of the press administration's point of view. You had Trump and his supporting cast, if you will, who came from a, 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 a pretty narrow upbringing in terms of economics, education, access. They had no idea what it, what it means to be in, 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 uh, in the hood, if you will, in any city in America or what it means to be in a rural town in some small place anywhere. So they can't project their perspectives, their concerns into the conversation. So they just get overlooked and used. Right. It's, uh, again, as we're sitting here, spark, you're sparking all kinds of, bing, 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 <laughs> right? Here we are again. We're, we're do. We're doing the, the, the groundhog thing, going right back over and living the same day, the same experience. And and I'm concerned, right? Joe Biden and the, this new presidential administration, they're going to come in and they're going to do what they feel is their mandate. And they're going to do what they've promised people they're going to do. And, and, and in four years, are we going to be sitting here going, OK, man, damn, nothing. It seems like. I say this a lot. The work of cultural change is long. Yeah. It, it, the arc of cultural change is very, very long. Very, and it's very, it can, you got to get our hands dirty. And we often get a bit dirty doing that work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and well, and, and, and that's the thing, you know, it, 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 you know, you, you'll always hear golfers. They'll make the reference to say, you know, you can be a great putter. But if you don't have a long game, if you can't get from the tee to the hole, I don't care how good of a putter you are. You're never going to make par or get a good score in the game because you have no long game. And that's what we have to begin to look at is what's the long game? Because we always come up with these quick fixes 
whoever makes the loudest noise, we drop something down, but is it systemic? I mean, we got systemic racism, but do we have systemic solutions to unrid ourselves, if you will, of those kinds of things across the board? It's not just in race and diversity, it's in global warming or, or, or climate change or, 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 you know, economic and how we do that. Right now, just thinking about the whole GameStop thing, there are a lot of investigations going on now about manipulation of the market on how that GameStop thing came off and, and how it played. I mean, unfortunately, I heard a story that was really heart disheartening. There was a 20-year-old young man who actually committed suicide because he got some, th he'd run up, according to them, them being Robin Hood, $750 million or $750,000 rather of debt. And nobody would answer the phone to figure out if this was true or not. And so this young kid, 20, said, I can't pay $750,000. Right. Yep. It's greed. It still sometimes appears as if greed is is winning, and yeah. um, and you know I, I we talked about GameStop uh, last week, the week before, and I'm still in that place where I'm in awe that one this happens, right? That we have set up a system whereby this stuff can happen. Yes. Number two, the people that set up the system are very upset that other people figured out their system, which in my mind generally means you're cheating, but it, yeah, it's left to be seen. Uh, I can't say that for sure. Uh, but more importantly, what it points to me is that on an individual level, individual people are crying out for change in this country, are, are begging for it in so many different ways, racially, on wall street schooling um what other you know let, let's not even start with healthcare, because uh, <laughs> there's just so many to a whole system but one by one we're starting to see the average I, I hate the word average but we're starting to see everyday people stand up and say okay i've had enough and if this is the one way i can get involved i'm going to get involved in this one way well, and, 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 you know, again, you know, the old groundhog, right? And uh, no matter what system, the groundhog has come up and say, are we going to have six more weeks, if you will, of the same political rhetoric or the same dis, uh, disallowing of the, of, the, of the populace to get valid health care? I mean, it's the same question put in different vernaculars of, are we going to really begin to do the hard work and as, as they said, you know, during the early part, of, are we going to follow the science, whether it's the, 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 the science of weather, the science of economics, the science of public health, pick a science that we're going to look at in terms of trying to turn around the perspective of how we engage each other and the world. Because right now we are in, um, you know, I, I, I use the reference a lot now. It is the best of times and it is the worst of times. We're, right. we're in a we're in a pivotal point right now where we can we can catapult ourselves forward into into some really really nice place 
right? If, if people really realize where we are and the opportunity we have now, or we can go backwards and wind up in some place that we can't even recognize. And I say we go forward and we and we begin to respect each other and trust the science, build relationships, and tell the groundhog, uh, you know, go do what you do somewhere else. Uh, we 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 will respect you too, uh, but we're gonna we're gonna take over where we take over, and we're gonna let you do what it is you do. <laughs> time time for you to retire, Phil. Okay. I, you know we you've done a lot of good work over the years. Here's a gold watch and an extra bag of nuts. Um, good yes. luck, right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> but okay, so. Yes, I, I, right. I absolutely agree with you. I think you know that a move towards, and, and it, it feels to me like, how did we lose that? We were, we didn't, weren't we a science-based or culture? Hadn't we already gotten there? And um, yes. so again, the pendulum slips back and the pendulum has to swing back again. And we're going to experience these fluctuations in life. Um, it's, as ministers, it's it's tough, folks. Right to, it's all too easy to judge people mm -hmm. and make other people wrong. And the minute we do that, that just gives permission for everybody else to start judging us and making us wrong. Yeah, we've got to stay in that place of okay. I may not like the behavior, but I got to recognize that the people that put these systems in place believed they were under a mandate to do something. Mm -hmm. And now it's up to the people to provide a new mandate. It's up to us to voice what we want and say, this is the kind of world I want to live in where, where you don't get to shoot people and, and run free, where you don't, uh, where you can't just say, ah, we're opting out of that. Cause you know, it's all good. We're, we don't have any black kids in our school anyway. So why do we got to do black kids? It's, it's moving into that place that says, man, I want to be a part of something. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, you know, I, I, I use the reference, uh, frequently that says we may have come over here in different boats, but we all in the same ship now. Right. And right. so, we are in this country and, and, you know, they say we are the most powerful nation in the world, which means we have, if that's true, and we're going to take that mantle, then we have a leadership position and an obligation to be an example of what life could be or what life should be. And, and when we behave the way we behaved in terms of disregarding science, in terms of the virus, in terms of the weather, uh, in terms of the political climate that we were in, and we have people um, storming the Capitol, and 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 you know now that they're having the trial, right? We're beginning to see some of the uh, videos and 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 get a better understanding of what went down that day, and right. and it was it was it was kind of close to being some really really crazy stuff going on, right? And so, I, excuse me. So, Go ahead. I heard one last night that uh, Senator Mitch Romney wasn't actually in the chamber. He was on a phone call and he was in the hallways and he was just walking around on the phone and almost walked right into the whole thing, like almost walked into the whole mass of people that were roaming the halls looking for Senator and other people. That, 
things got weird there, dude. Yeah, yeah, they got weird. And so when we so now imagine the position we're going to be in as the as supposedly the 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 moral leader, the economic leader, the democratic leader of the free world, as they say, going to some smaller country or some developing country trying to give dictates of how you should lead your life or how you should run your government or how you should treat your citizens. They're going to look at us and say, I don't think so. I, 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 what I saw and what I'm seeing now is not what I want. So, so, so that whole idea of, of a spiritual renewal and part of the whole spirituality thing is from my perspective and study and understanding is how do we understand and respect all life and allow it to work together in this integral way, the way it did millennia before we got on the planet. Right. All right. I think we got just enough time to cover because you reminded me of something else. That's what I love about this show. So my family and I are out for a dog walk the other night. We take we take a different route than we normally do, and I'm gonna tell you right now, we're probably never gonna take that route again. Because <laughs> halfway down this one block, there's a house, and they got these big flags out front, and uh, and they got Trump's name on them. But these aren't leftovers, and the number on it says 2024. Mm. <laughs> and the tagline says uh, 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 saving, making America, it wasn't making America great again, but it was something to that effect, right? It was like, that's all right. We're not going, it, basically the message I got is we're not going anywhere. The hell with you. We'll be back. Yeah. And, and I tell you, there's a part of me that wanted to be very upset. And there was a part of me that wanted to go over and knock on that door and say, how dare you? How dare you risk the economic future of this country? How dare you risk the moral future of this country? How dare you risk this country by putting up a flag like that? Now, my family and my kids are like, don't look, don't look, don't look. And I've been trying to be with that for the last few days because there's also a part of me that wants to go knock on the door and say, can I buy you a cup of coffee? Mm. Can I take, can we go out to lunch? I promise I'm not armed. I, I promise I'm not here to try to get you. I'm not going to film it. But I got, there's something in me that's got to know. Yeah. Um, because it seems like such an unknown after after what we saw and more and more proof um, with this impeachment trial I was sharing with you earlier is there's a couple of videos I saw last mm -hmm. night by major news organizations that follow certain people through the photographic evidence, through the video evidence of the insurrection that follow specific people and organizations and, and where they were at what times. And from what I saw, there's pretty much no question that the Proud Boys were front and center at every major junction of that event as a country how do we approach an organization in a group that seems bent on our own on our destruction yeah, yeah. well you know i i think 
you know, as 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 we put this spiritual spin on it, as we as we normally try to do at the end of these uh, information gathering sessions, if you will, is <laughs> I think, <clears throat> from my perspective, you know, my my tagline is educate, conversate, and activate. We have to begin to educate ourselves first and then help educate others or, or, or give them the opportunity to educate themselves because we can't force anything on them. But we have to create that environment. We have to provide information and, and, and uh, 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 some uh, evidence, if you will, of where things are and how we change them and how some of these activities and behaviors are being uh, uh, enacted based on false information. Now, because some of this, I mean, when you look at the at, at some of the diversity and racial divides, it goes all the way back to slavery, at least for blacks anyway, where they use the Bible to justify black people being in a position they were. And then they continue to perpetrate that with the story of Ham. I mean, there's several of those stories in there, right, right. that that they used to, 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 to state that uh, blacks were three-fifths of a man or, or that they were actually property, like cattle, chattel slavery. People say, oh, there was slavery everywhere. Yeah, but it wasn't chattel slavery, no matter where you find it in antiquity. And so we have to begin to erase that idea mm. and begin to say, look, we are all, if, if I'm on an operating table and you have old positive blood and I'm old positive, I'm not really concerned what your racial evidence. I'm, if it's good blood, I want it, right? Be, that's how close we are in, in, in proximity to each other, regardless of race, creed, color, and all of that. Just so, so long as you haven't been eating too much bacon, right? Exactly. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so we have to begin to look at, again, the science. Let's look at, the, we know that climate, change, if you will, back in old and in, in ancient times, dictated racial stock, whether you lived in a in a place that was hot or a place that was cold, it began over time it began to take take uh the body adjusted or adapted to the conditions it went in so that it could survive, which shows the inherent godness in each and every one of us. So that's why I think we have to begin to go. Yeah. <clears throat> oh so many, so so much work to be done, folks. Uh, and the truth is, and what we, what you know, what I always fall back on is, yes, there's a lot to be done, and yes, there's a lot of us here that can do this work. There are yes. a lot of us that are being called to something different. And you know, as New Thought ministers, we've probably had this conversation a million times. Why are we not more spread? How do how do we get in more people's home? How do we get more people to know what we're to what we believe and what we're teaching and how this philosophy and and all that. And I believe a big part of it is by being really real, by being authentic. And that is where we are today. We have been led to a point where I believe the new thought philosophy um, my mind wants to say is the savior here, but we don't need any saving. Uh, but it, it is the philosophy that can lead us and guide us as a, as humanity, as a, as a race, as, as a people, as a planet into the, into the coming changes and into the coming millennia. And 
healing our race-based hatred and violence, uh, coming to a, a deeper understanding of true oneness, um, recognizing that yes, our planet is going through changes as well and relying on the science. Um, we've got work in front of us and what we know is there are plenty of us here to make that happen. And again, regardless of skin color. So we want to put out a quick shout out before we run out of time here today. Um, in two weeks time from today, two weeks from today, which I believe is the 26th of February, uh, we're going to do a, not a black history month, but blacks making history episode. And what we'd love for you to do is let us know where now we're doing our homework too and we're going to bring some stories but we'd like you to share with us your stories where have you seen people of color making history so far this year where can we point to where can we point to people that are making the change yeah. now i'm sure if we did this for you know for our <clears throat> lighter for us lighter huge folks we spend hours and hours finding those stories it's sometimes a little bit tougher to find the stories of our family of color to, to point those out. We want to highlight those on the 23rd. So send us an email, ministertalk at ntmedia.org. Let us know how you're doing. Let us know what you'd like to hear us talking about. Um, let us know how cold it is where you are. Uh, mm -hmm. Shout out to Terry Paul Choice at the beginning of the show. She mentioned it's cold in Canada too, eh? So uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, we're with you, Terry, don't you know? Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> that's about as much Canadian as I know, eh? Uh, sorry, <laughs> I was being silly. But uh, so please send us an email. Let us know uh, what we can do to to make this show more valuable for you and share with us stories that we can focus in on for the uh, our last Friday of February, where we're going to focus on Black History Month uh, completely in, in total. Yep. So, uh, Z, before we get out of here. What uh, what needs to be said to, to make this conversation feel a little more complete? I think we, we, we need to not rely on the groundhog anymore for, for our important decisions. And as always, I mean, this, this phrase is never going to get old. We got to continue to educate ourselves and begin, as you said, to go to our neighbor and have conversations, buy some coffee. Let's try to get some common ground. And then once we do that, let's activate that and put it in practice in our communities, in our nation, in our world, so that we can begin to truly have that world that works for everyone. Amen. 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 I love it. All right, folks. That's all we've got time for today. This is Ministers Talking Shit on the New Thought Media Network. Please stay tuned. 8.15 a.m. We have our morning prayers coming up. And at 9 a.m. Mountain Time, we have our Heart of Peace meditation. Uh, and also this evening at six o'clock, the Fireside Chat, Friday Fireside Chat with Pastor Michael Mangus. So thanks for being with us. We'll be back again next week. Until then, peace and blessings. Peace and blessing. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking <laughs> We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other <laughs> our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our <laughs> with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings.